Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today for another episode. It is February. It is the month of love and I love organizing, but I get that not everyone does. So I've made it my mission in 2022 to be putting out episodes on the podcast that are really going to inspire action. And in January, I did several episodes that really just break down really simple parts of the organizing process and give you something small to focus on that will end up helping out so much in the long run. So I talked about things like paralysis by analysis and how you can move past that. So I gave you three simple steps to really push through that because man, that is a real thing, isn't it? I talked about the 1% rule. Now 1% feels a lot less stressful than feeling like you have to get a hundred percent of the job done that you set out to do that day. That can feel really overwhelming and stressful. And that is the kind of thing that will stop you from moving forward. So I don't want that to happen. So go back and check out the 1% rule if you haven't yet. And I also talked about something that might seem really silly, but tends to be a game changer for me. And that is whenever I take a shower. I know that sounds so silly, but what I have found is that gives me a chance to be thinking about what it is that I'm going to be doing when I am ready 
for the day. It makes me feel physically feel more comfortable. Uh, it almost even gives me like some mental clarity on some things to take that nice steamy hot shower. And then you just feel so much better when you get out. And I've found that being a mom of littles, I tend to put myself on the back burner. So maybe the shower isn't necessarily your thing. Maybe it's a bath. Maybe it's going out and getting your nails done. Maybe it's going for a workout or a walk, but I highly recommend doing something like that. That will be a game changer for you in your day. And for me, again, it's that shower, the shower that I don't always make time for. And then a few days later, I'm like, heaven help us all close the door, lock the door, get in the shower, you know, like you get to that point. So whatever it is that you need, as far as a little self-care moment, that is definitely something that needs to be a priority for you. So figure out what that is for me. It's that shower. As I've talked about these somewhat silly and then super important things on the January episodes. Now that we're here in February, I really wanted to continue with figuring out ways that I can motivate and encourage you to get some organizing done. If that's just really not something that you feel like doing, if you don't feel like you have that motivation. So On this episode, I decided to talk about some small changes that we could make, some little things that we can do throughout our house when it comes to getting organized, and they're actually going to end up having such a big impact. And I made a little list, so I will be referring back to my list to make sure I don't miss anything. And there are certainly lots of things, things that didn't make it on the uh, list that I'm going to talk about today, or even stuff that I've done episodes about in the past, like having a welcoming entryway, you know, making sure you're organizing your laundry situation, because that tends to be something that we're doing on the regular. So go back and check out those episodes. I can drop those in the show notes for you to refer back to if you'd like to see some other things. But those are a little bit bigger than some of the things I want to talk about today. The stuff I'm going to say today, it's really, really easy, really, really simple. It's the little things, but they really end up counting toward big impact in your home. That's going to look and feel like you're a whole lot more organized without a ton of effort. So let's start with getting stuff off of your surfaces. So this is like the floor, the bed, the couch. If you have a bench, whether that's at the end of your bed or in your entryway or somewhere else, like maybe there's like a drop zone that people just tend to drop stuff. If you can get stuff off of these surfaces, you are automatically going to look and feel more organized. Your space is going to look more organized. You're going to feel more organized because you're not seeing like piles of stuff thrown or stacked up and pushed into a corner and you're automatically going to look and feel more organized. Additionally, your countertops. I have done an episode in the past called clear those counters. And it's really important to, even if you have maybe that like one section that you're processing things and that's okay. Or maybe you have like a desk space where you've got some things that are in process. As long as there are some organization containers put in place that don't make that look like a hot mess, that's okay. But when we're talking about clearing the counters, clearing the floor, clearing those places where you might want to sit, your chairs, your couch, lay in your bed, that kind of thing, it's really important to just have some organization boundaries. Spoiler alert, that episode's coming. We're going to talk about some organization boundaries in the near future. 
but it's really important to put those boundaries in. So that way you don't feel like you're on a solo mission to organize. That means you need to be involving your family and let them know, Hey, this is important to me. We're going to make sure we're clearing the clutter that tends to happen when we're not putting things back. So first it's, clearing off the surfaces. And second, it is in fact, putting them back. So I have a sweet friend, Katrina from operation organization. She talks about the put back basket. I love that. Basically, instead of wasting all that energy, going back and forth, back and forth, a hundred times, put things away. You just kind of toss things in, in a room into a large put back basket. And then at the end of the day, or whenever you have some spare time, you just pick up the basket and you go to each respective place and you drop things back in. So for me, my not the put back basket as it is the uh, put back location. Um, I tend to have my kiddos put things at the bottom of the stairs. And so they set things there. So that way, if we're not putting things back, uh, running up the stairs and putting things back exactly where they go, because we're in the middle of doing something else, it's right there. So that way it's super convenient. As you walk up the stairs, you either grab something that's yours and you put it away. Or if you don't have something that goes in your bedroom or your bathroom, so to speak, but you see something that, you know, someone in the family would appreciate you putting back for them, then you can scoop that up as well. So I believe in no wasted energy. If you remember back in the days of Rachel Ray doing those 30 minute meals, if you ever watched that on the food network, I would always laugh and totally it was relatable for me when she would go back to her pantry or she would go over to her refrigerator and she would pile her arms high with all the things instead of making multiple trips back and forth from the fridge to the stove, from the pantry to the countertop, she would scoop everything she needed for the two or three parts of the meal that she was going to make all at once and set those down on the counter together. And then she just stayed in that one spot the whole time and did her cooking. So it's that similar idea, which is that it's not going to be a waste of energy for you running back and forth, feeling like, oh, my house has to be perfect at all times. So I need to put things back. No, you can get to that, but a small change is either to have a put back basket or to have a location where it is okay for things to sit temporarily while they're in transit to the next place. And again, when I talk about those boundaries, organization boundaries, that's another thing of just making sure like your kiddos know this is okay to pick up that belongs to somebody else and maybe set in front of their bedroom door or you know, these are towels. So, you know, where those go, you could take those up for mom. Cause I did the laundry and folded them, but I didn't get a chance to put them away yet. That kind of stuff. So enlisting your family to help on this is a great thing. All right. Moving on to something else. Well, we've talked about making sure that we're putting things back where they go. Well, how does that happen? You got to have a place for it, right? So a couple things I want you to keep in mind with this, do a good purge because when you have less, you will have more time to do other things that are important to you. You will have more physical space because you don't have so much clutter piling up. So that is an episode I did recently. I want to say it's episode 73. It's called less is more. Again, I'll drop that in show notes. If you want to check it out, if you feel like you're at that place where you need to do a good purge, but you just don't really know if it's worth your time and energy and effort, that episode I think will be a game changer for you for sure. Listen to less is more. So once you've purged, then it's a matter of putting in those containers, right? And once you have the containers in, here's another one of those small changes. That's just a little bit of effort. That's going to have a big impact to looking and feeling more organized. And that is 
giving yourself the friendly reminder, I need to go through and clean out some of my containers. So if you have containers in your pantry, we all know that that can sometimes get some crumbs in there or even some dust. And so making sure you are, and you don't have to do it all at once. Look, go back to that 1% rule. Maybe you don't want to redo your whole pantry, but maybe you can take out one of your containers. If you're, you know, have come home from the grocery store, you're putting your chips and your crackers or something back in a container that you've got, then before you start putting them back in, take it over to the trash or take it over to the sink, shake it out, give it a good little wipe down, then put the stuff back in and pop it back up, right? We're shooting for 1% better in that respect because you don't have to do your whole you know, entire pantry, but you're grabbing that one container that's going to get you 1% more organized that day. And then you know, in a week and you're doing another grocery run, maybe it's time to then take the sweets basket or the bread basket or the pasta and rice basket out, do the same thing, give it a good wipe down. Another place I love to wipe out containers regularly is in your bathroom. This is a small change that will create a big impact when you pull open those drawers or when you open up your cabinets in your bathroom, if you give the containers a good wipe down of perhaps anything that may have spilled out like uh, shampoos or lotions, or perhaps you've got uh, toothpaste and toothbrushes that you drop down into little containers in your drawers and they just start to look a little yucky. So that is a great thing that you can do that takes two seconds, small change, big impact. It's nice to pull open that drawer and see that those containers have been wiped out. So they're nice and clean. Here's another huge win clean out your brush. Oh my goodness. This is a very, for me, this is a very simple thing that I do literally every single time I brush my hair, instead of having all that hair look so gross in your hairbrush or your comb. Every time you brush your hair, I will usually walk over to where my trash can is and I brush out my hair. I got a lot of long hair. So I brush out my hair and then I immediately pull it from the bottom of my hair, drop it in my trash can and then pull out that brush. I'm totally doing the motions right now. <laughs> you pull out the hair from the brush and you drop it into the trash can. So that way, the next time you pull open your drawer, that's got your brushes in it. You're not looking down at like hairy grossness, right? So that is a small change that will have a big impact whenever you pull open your drawers. You're definitely going to feel more organized and things are going to look a lot nicer if you're wiping out those containers and especially cleaning out your brush. Trust me. All right. How about this? Now I kind of joke about how I can be a little borderline OCD sleeping with the enemy style whenever I talk about doing this next step. Before I get to that, I'm just going to say my mind just wandered for a moment because that's what happens. And I just thought the other day, like, how fun would it be to go down that old late 90s, early 2000s rabbit hole of Netflix movies? And I went back and I started watching like Sleeping with the Enemy was one of them. I love all those Julia Roberts movies, uh, the ones with Denzel, the Kevin Costner movies, all those good ones. I just loved those back in the day. So, you know, little movie marathon, that might be fun. Uh, anyway, Sleeping with the Enemy, if you haven't seen it, it's a good Julia Roberts movie from back in the day. And the thing is the guy that she was married to, which this is not going to make me look good now, come to think of it. Maybe I shouldn't have brought this up, but we're going to go with it. Um, he was just like super type A and wanted to have like every towel hanging perfectly, every single can facing out perfectly. All right, look, 
we're not going to go to the crazy psycho place with this. All right. We're going to let some things go sometimes, but I will say that a small change that can have a big impact on you looking and feeling your space looking and you feeling more organized is facing labels out and lining things up sort of in a row. Now, this does not have to be perfection overload. Okay. This is just a simple suggestion. Uh, you know, it's just helpful. So at a glance, you can see your stuff and know what you have or know what you might be missing and need to get. It's like, obviously in your pantry, that's going to be one of them. If you've got cans facing a label out, super helpful. I do this in my refrigerator and in my freezer as well. I just turn labels out so that you can see them. So at a glance, you know what you have. Now, chances are you're going to see the shape and the style of something. And you're going to be like, oh, I know what that is. But I will tell you, there is just something that happens to your brain when you're making the effort to group like items together. That's definitely a small change that makes a big impact group like items together. And then facing out those labels, you just look more organized and feel more organized. And that is going to assist you in being able to grab and go whenever you need to. And you don't have to be searching and digging for things. Okay. So something to think about. Uh, Also, I'm totally going to be watching movies tonight. Okay. So how about this? How about before we leave our house, just doing a quick tidy? or before we go to bed, just doing a little reset. So that way, whenever you wake up in the morning or that way, whenever you get home from wherever you've been, you walk into a home that is welcoming and greets you and you're not feeling super overwhelmed by stuff everywhere. So that is a small change with a majorly big impact can totally impact your mood, um, the way that you feel you could have had the best night ever. And then you come home and the house is a wreck and you're just like, oh, this is so frustrating. And then you go to bed frustrated. So that just messed with that fun that you had before you came home. And sometimes this is just a quick and easy thing. If you're already living that pretty organized life, it only takes a couple of minutes to do this before you walk out the door or before you turn the lights off and go to sleep. So do consider doing that little reset. Do consider just, you know, tidying things up a bit, like maybe doing the dishes. I did a recent silly reels uh, on Instagram the other day. If you haven't seen it, check it out. We were getting ready to go out to a holiday party and I was, you know, dressed up in my fancy dress. And I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do this. So the babysitter doesn't have to worry about it. And then when I get home, the kids will be in bed. We will kick off our shoes and go straight to sleep. And I won't have to feel like I need to go around tidying because I knew it was going to be a late night. And so I just decided to, you know, in my formal long dress, do some dancing around, turn on some music, do some dancing around and uh, clean up my kitchen real quick, uh, do some dishes and even unload a little bit of them that needed to be unloaded first before we could put in the new stuff. So that way, when I walked in countertops were clear, the sink didn't have a ton of dishes. So definitely just doing that before you either leave or go to sleep really is going to be something that your future self thanks you for. How about this? We talked about containers and keeping those clean and organized, but how about when you decide you're going to keep stuff in those containers 
folding them properly to fit well in that space. So, and this could be too, when I say containers, it could be like, if we're talking about towels or blankets or something, maybe you don't actually have a container, but you have like a cabinet or you have like a shelf for that. I know that when we moved into our new house, the way that we had folded our towels at our old house to fit in that place in the linen closet it didn't really fit as well. So I just started folding things a little bit differently in this new house. So that's a small thing that you can think about. Like, do I need to just rework the way I'm folding this? So it fits better in the space and looks a little bit nicer. So same thing with the containers, make sure before you go buy those containers, you're measuring, double checking that measurement. And then when you put them in the space, Make sure you are folding or styling or wrapping up that thing that's going to be contained in there properly so it sits well in that basket or on that shelf or in that cabinet. All right. So that's a little thing that you'll definitely, you know, thank yourself for in the future. And that, by the way, goes for clothes too, right? Did, did I, I didn't say that. That's like in drawers. If you need to file fold things differently, I have some deeper drawers. And in those, I don't do the file fold because I lose so much of that vertical space. And so I have actually grouped my darks, lights, and I'll call it miscellaneous colors and patterns in three different sections in my drawers. And then I set those down so I can either reach for what I want. That's right there on top, or I can literally just pull that stock out, go through, see what I need, and then put the stock back in. So I still have it grouped in categories, but for me, it didn't make sense in one of my dresser drawers that were so deep to file fold because I was going to be losing some space in my son's dresser drawers. They are much shallower. So it made a lot of sense to file fold things in a way that would just go, you know, from front to back of the drawer in an easy file fold. So, uh, and by the way, if you don't know what file folding is, don't worry that episode's going to be coming soon too. We'll be talking about that, but that is definitely something to consider. That's a small change that will have a big impact for you is making sure you're folding things properly to fit in the container or in the space that you're going to put it in. All right. Next thing is matching stuff. So a great way to uh, for a space to look organized and then for you to feel organized is simply to have matching containers and also like matching hangers. So that's a simple thing. Whenever you decide to contain your items, if you're using what you have and you want to pull from things that you had eight years ago, and then you want to add in some supplemental things because you don't want to have to rebuy everything. I totally get that. And that's fine. And there's zero wrong with that. Okay. So, so go with that. Use what you have. That's more sustainable anyway. But if you're getting ready to organize a space, like my sweet bestie, the other day we were chatting, um, she was getting ready to organize some places in her closet and she had these shelves. We talked about how the shelves, they were not movable shelves. They were all you know, built-ins that she, she couldn't really change the height of the shelves. And so I said, you know, look for a set of containers that all match because that will look more organized. It will look really, you know, clean and neat and tidy. Whereas if you go, oh, I have to have a smaller container. So I'm going to get you know, maybe you get like a white one and it's a smaller one. And then in the other one, it's a little deeper. So you're like, oh, okay, I'll go get a gray one because that is the measurement that I need. And it only comes in gray. And then you have one down at the bottom that's really long and narrow. And so you're like, oh, I'll just get this, you know, like clear bin that I'll stick in there and slap a label on. Look, the things are contained. If you do that, 
great, not a problem, but a small thing that you could do that would have a big impact of looking more organized is to choose a collection that maybe has different sizes of things, size baskets, and then putting those in the respective place. And then you've got a more uniform, clean, tidy look. Same thing with your hangers. Instead of having a hodgepodge of some wire, some plastic, some velvet, some wooden, and then they all have a different look or a different color or a different shape and your clothes then hang differently on them. Consider a little bit at a time. Maybe you can't do this all at once, but hangers aren't terribly expensive and you can definitely get some, you know, grab your 20% off card and head over to uh, bed, bath and beyond and just start chipping away a little bit at a time. Maybe every time you go to the grocery store or to a pharmacy, they might have some hangers that are a great price for you and you just get a new box of them but I highly recommend getting all the same ones. Now, of course, if you have two different kinds, cause like some, you want to hang sweaters, some, you want to hang pants or something like that. I I get that. They might look a little different, but in that case, you might just pick all the same color, even if the style of them are a little bit different. And again, this is going to make things just look more uniform. So when you open that closet, you're like, oh, this is lovely. And immediately you're saying, oh, I see where I've grouped my sweaters here and they are all hanging beautifully. My short sleeve shirts, long sleeve shirts, pants, skirts, dresses, whatever, grouping them in like categories and having those matching hangers really can have a great impact when you're looking at those spaces. So consider that. And then the final thing I'm going to say is again, might seem like a silly thing, but light a candle. You know, I talked about resetting your space at the end of the day, maybe even before you do that, turn on some music, light a candle, set the tone for whatever you're going to be doing next. And lighting that candle is a small thing that will actually look just like you've put in a little more effort. And also you might appreciate the, the nice lighting, little ambiance that like set the mood for a chill afternoon or evening. And then the smell, sometimes that smell is really nice. You know, pick a smell that makes you happy, you know, especially if it's a holiday time, I love doing those kind of candles, but even just doing something light scented and just having that kind of in the background, it's a small thing that you could do in your home that has a big impact. It's really just warm and inviting, gives your house a a lovely fragrance. Maybe that's too much for you and you don't want it to have the smell. So maybe you want to choose unscented candles and just be going for sort of the lighting of it all. But that is a simple thing that definitely will make a big impact when feeling like your space is sort of dreamy and comfortable and cozy. So hope that these small things that would make a great big impact were helpful for you today. I would love if any of these are things that you're already doing, you should tell me if there are things that you've never thought about before, that would be super helpful for you. I would love if you would tell me these things, cause I want to make sure I'm on the right track and giving you again, like I mentioned in the beginning, some small things that are going to be helpful for you this year in 2020 and getting organized and really having the motivation to do it. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out by the organization process, just know that my very first episode, the three E's philosophy really breaks it down to three simple steps. And my goal is to keep it less stressful, less overwhelming, and really more actionable. And that is my commitment to you in 2022 on this podcast. I will be just putting out drip dropping little bits of information that hopefully will help you feel in your space. Look, 
more organized. So thank you so much. Join me next week as we are going to be talking about the basics of organizing. Much like I talked about the three E's that I do on that first episode, I'm going to get down to a little bit more of the process whenever I'm getting organized and break that down for you too. So hopefully that'll be helpful as well. Thanks again so much for joining me and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.